Hey guys, this is Jesus, one of the following Patreon listeners. David Alber, HP Lovecraft Live, Michael Matina, Marius Salisbury, Rick Browder, Keith Showalter, Ethan Ferguson, Luke Trim, Mo P, Daniel Allardyce, Ken Doyle, and Struggle Bus. Thanks for helping these 90s entrepreneurs get what's coming to them. Dan, your car hits what you can only assume at the last second what uh, those spike nets that the cops use to stop mm. runaway cars yeah, spike traps spike traps because mm. you hear the front tires and the back tires immediately just pop and Whoa. you start swerving to get this thing under control but no no, there's no stopping in a very dignified manner. The best thing that happens is you hit one cacti, you hit two cacti, and then you kind of slam right into a ditch. Hey everybody, this is Billy from the Fandible Podcast Network, and welcome to Chronicles of Darkness. Yeah. I always, always want to say World of Darkness because that is what I cut my teeth on, that is what I want and wish for every night, but guess what? I'm taking you to the new version of it, Chronicles of Darkness. We're taking and we're trying to use the new system because you know what? We are not dinosaurs. We can change. We can evolve. We yeah. can be better. The brand yeah, new system that came now. out, what, like five years ago? <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> we're getting there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry, Billy. I'm sorry, Billy. Hi, sorry, David, first year. Yeah. Um, this isn't the Chronicles of Darkness, though. Is it? Mm. No. No. You've entered we, into a world. <laughs> we've entered into a world where simple rides on the highway turn into dark, dark tales. Where a class on astronomy can twist your reality. Where imagination can become your greatest fear or your best ally. We are entering not just a zone, but a way of life. You are in the Billyverse. Yes! Yes! <laughs> that was fucking dope. I love that. There it is. Yep. And so, as I said, this is Billy, and I'm excited to be here today. And we are going to be playing some Billyverse. And, uh, you know, I kind of just threw it out there. People gave me a, a couple minutes to think of an idea. We made characters, which was an event. And people said, hey, I asked them, it's like, why would you be traveling together? And someone said, a corporate retreat. So before we begin to introduce our characters, let's introduce you to a little thing known as 1996. We all remember 1996, hopefully. If not, you shouldn't be listening. <laughs> uh, what, okay, there goes most of our listeners, <laughs> I'd like to think. Also, Either through drugs have, or young. Yeah. I have I have bad news. We've got many listeners who are probably... They're probably too young. To, they're like, wow, we're going back in time. What's next? 1950? Like, we say 1996, and their fucking soundtrack is probably like, <laughs> <laughs> did they have Nin color TVs back then? 1996 uh, is when the internet, I mean, the internet's been around since 1970s. Uh, but 1996 is when the internet kind of was in its heyday of getting into people's houses. Mm -hmm. This was no longer just used by universities or the government or just companies. 1996 was the era of America Online. Yes. It was the era of things such as Pets.com or Sock Puppet or Ask Jeeves, where search engines were created and e devoured left and right. And right now, 
We are introducing the newest creation in 1996. Shout out to Netscape. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Netscape, Netscape, web crawler, web surfer. GeoCities. <laughs> uh, ask Jeeves. Yep. Uh, so. so we're going to introduce you to a, a novel idea created by the people with understanding with a very limited understanding of society and the internet known as Chatterpad. Chatterpad is a search engine that is both a search engine and a chat room where you ask your questions and the people of around the world answer you. And it has been recently bought by DigiSXS, a large uh, telecommunication uh, company uh, that is looking to get into the search engine game. And we're going to introduce our people right now. Uh, We're first going to introduce the people of Chatterpad, and then we'll get to the person who's representing of uh, DigiXS. So first, let's go to the left. Angela, introduce yourself, introduce your characters, and tell us what you do for the greatest chat engine slash uh, search engine around Chatterpad. Absolutely. Hi, everyone. This is Angela, and I'm playing Sherry Melton, who is – there's some fancy title that I guess is on my business cards, but uh, I'm head of content moderation because the worst part about talking to people on the internet is that there's people on the internet, and um, the FBI has already asked a few too many questions about what happens on Chatterpad. So I'm there, so the I see it before the FBI does, and people are terrible. Yes, you realize that when uh, you realize that once when someone asks a, a very innocent questions of like. How much are Girl Scout cookies? And it was filled with the, uh, a lot of chat screen involved these nuts. <laughs> now, yeah, moving so- on. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, moving on, we're going to go to the programmer of Chatterpad, the man who took the idea from its infancy and grew it into a baby that is covered in toxic waste and slime, but still technically alive. And I'm still shocked they decided to go with that orig- that first draft of that program. I'm going to be honest. Like, I set it up originally. When they gave me the idea – oh, by the way, this is uh, Alex Benson, a small, uh, dark-skinned man uh, with dreads. And, like, they gave me the idea. And I honestly – I originally put it together as, like, a senior project for, for my undergraduate degree. And they was like, oh, we can make this a game. I was like, all right, sure. Uh, I guess we'll give it a go. Let's see what happens. And apparently, like, we're getting bought out for – this, I don't know. I don't know if they have programmers on their team, but the sh- code is really shitty. But if they're going to buy it, fuck it. Why not? Uh, well, this is the search engine of the internet, which is – Yes. It's still in its infancy in itself. Yes. It is That's- still new and exciting. And while where some people might see spaghetti code, someone sees it as spaghetti western. Which is why we're selling it before they figure out it's spaghetti code. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And the person who has led this charge, who took your idea, who saw you give your – senior thesis to your professors and said, you know what? That sounds like a baller idea. I can package that, sell that, and make millions off that, is our own business graduate. Hey, everybody. This is Dave. And I mean, <laughs> I'm playing. Bro, my name's Dick Blanche. Blanche is actually kind of how you pronounce it. Is Blanche, right? And like... <laughs> But, like, Dick Blanche is like, oh, whatever, like, what are names, even? And so, like, I am the originator. Like, I am the person that brought uh, Chatterpad 
to the masses, right? I disrupted the idea of communication. And uh, when I did that, you know, like, I changed the game. Look at a game, I changed it. What is language? It's a game. You know what I did? I changed it. That's right, brah. So, I, uh, so, anyways, I dropped out of that shitty school. I am just fucking absolutely over all of this shit. I am, uh, I, I, I'm not only the, uh, the CEO of Chatterpad or the former CEO, but still huge stakeholder. I'm also the uh, lead singer of the ska band Scatterpad. Um, uh, I think we're really, that's going to be my like side project is uh, that's, that's going to go huge. So um, <laughs> yeah, I, uh, Chatterpad Chatterpad was bought out recently. Out of everybody who thought it was just a horrible idea, it's a horrible idea. Mm. Who thought it was going to be something that just shows the dark side of the internet, it absolutely shows the dark side of the internet. (laughs) Who said that this was just going to be a waste of code and time, it is absolutely a waste of code and time. It was bought (laughs) out by telecommunication giant DigiXS. DigiXS not only is most likely going to sign away by this wonderful and innovative chat engine. Uh, they are going to absorb your team. They have promised to keep, make sure you both, all of you have jobs uh, within the DigiXS uh, corporation. And uh, they're going to, they know that uh, with you guys by their side, it's going to make millions. It's going to make billions. It's going to revolutionize the way people search on the internet. And no one could be more excited than junior executive, junior executive of acquisitions, Larry Jones. Larry Hi. Jones. Pleasure to meet you. I can just, I can just imagine, like, couldn't be more excited than it is, and it just looks like someone who's at the DMV. Larry Jones. I like how many of us have just adopted a very flat affect. Like, obviously, in universe, we all think this is a great idea. <laughs> yeah. Like, look, Larry, Larry Jones is very clear. He, he was part of the acquisitions team uh, at DigiXS that uh, closed this particular deal. He was the part of the team that spoke out against the acquisition because this is a terrible idea. Yeah. This product is trash. And I cannot <laughs> believe that a company with the... Uh, Size, uh, resources, and uh, honestly, uh, a level of human capital of DigiXS is uh, wasting so much of it on such a absolutely ridiculous project, uh, which is, of course, why they've given me a very special assignment. <laughs> we switched to halfway through your uh, your, your your statement, Dan. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're no longer in the, like the black screen, and you're no longer Dan Rodriguez just saying what your character thinks. Mm-hmm. That is Larry ta- sitting in an office mm-hmm. talking. And it pans back to what he's looking at, and it is just the board of directors. <laughs> and there is a uh, uh, Terrence uh, Douglas, CEO. He is a 45-year-old man who now likes to think of himself as an, a young fellow in the mm-hmm. tech industry. He actually is wearing a uh, suit, tailored, but with a hoodie underneath it. Oh, God. And he nods his head and stands up and he looks outside the window and he is uh, currently inside a uh, building, California, 
probably L.A. He's looking outside, and he's like, you know what I like about you? Larry, right? Can I call you the Lairster? Um, I'd rather you did uh, Lairster, hear me out. Hear me out. <laughs> yes, sir. I was watching Star Trek. We all remember that show, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was watching Star Trek one day, and I said, you know what? Why don't I make cell phones, mobile phones, radio waves? Why can't people reach in their pocket and pull out a device and just speak into it? Hey, mom. Hey, dad. Hey, hon. I'm getting eggs. And you know what I said to myself, Lairster? I said people would love it. And you know what people said to me? No, the sir. exact thing you just said about Chatterpad. Did they have charts like I do, sir? <laughs> <laughs> he ignores you as he continues walking. Yeah, he's like, like, like muttering to the search. I've made a very detailed chart. It's- Chatterpad <laughs> takes an idea that most people laugh at and they say, no, don't laugh. I haven't told you the joke yet. That's what we're going to get ahead of. The punchline. And you know what? That's why we are going to take Chatterpad to our corporate retreat. We all know how I love the the wilds. And he goes up to his own chart and he oh, he pulls off the little uh, the cover sheet and it is a it has a big a slogan of Oklahoma, Enid, Oklahoma. And it's a ranch, and he pulls out a couple more charts, and he shows off pictures of ranching and stuff. He's like, you know how I always considered myself a cowboy growing up in California? <laughs> As I was with my dad, and we'd sit along Malibu, I always just thought of myself, I'd rather be on the range. We're going to take Chatterpad to Enid, and we're going to see just how much those guys can be buckaroos. And you know what? We're going to roll out all the stops and show them that we, as XS, is the perfect home for them. We've already signed the paperwork. They're already part of the company. But now let's make them feel like they're part of the ranch. Am I right, people? So we're going to uh, book them a flight. Uh, I want our private jet. We'll fly them to Oklahoma City. And uh, we're going to need a driver to pick them up um, in one of our company vans and take them to, of course, the ranch. Um, and, you know, Lairster, mm-hmm. Lairster, I think we need a face. And I want you to be there when you meet them. And I want you to drive that van because I want you to realize just how good – of a match Chatterpad is going to be for us. Can you do that, Lairster? I have a master's degree in economics, and I've done a detailed study on uh, just how much money the company will lose by embracing this product. And co- can I ask course, you a question? Course, sir, how can, uh, how much money would you lose if you didn't have this job? Right, sir. I'll be uh, the company van, you say. <laughs> <laughs> Cut to a private airstrip as the door opens up, uh, and a pilot and the stewardess uh, – I'm sorry, flight attendant. The flight attendant waves you out um, and – Who's the first to come out? Oh, it is absolutely Sherry Melton, because the second she is out that door, she's lighting up a goddamn cigarette. Mm-hmm. Sherry, you've just flown in from uh, Chatterpad. Uh, what 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 city do you guys live in? What does, where did Chatterpad get its name? Oh, it, definitely San Francisco. San Francisco. You guys have flown in from San Francisco to Oklahoma City. It's a private airstrip. It's 
the plane itself was beautiful, but the only thing uh, Sherry could think of the entire time was, need a cigarette, need a cigarette, need a cigarette. And 1996, while they were pretty uh, cool with the old smoking, DigiXS is not. Not on the corporate plane. So you had to manage those three, four hours without a cigarette. Yep. So, yeah, Angela, uh, Sherry comes out, immediately striking a match, who follows her shortly after. Uh, right behind him with his uh, CD pl- uh, Walkman CD player on his side, listening, uh, you can hear him say, Ooh, I want you, I don't yes. know if I need you. Uh, Ooh, a, mass- a massive 1990s like laptop, uh, laptop in one hand. I think this is a PC strapped to your back. A PC strapped <laughs> to my back. No, and also in my other hand is what one of the many free drinks I had on the plane, because I'm not going to waste free drinks. This is good alcohol. And I start going down the steps, is uh, Alex Benson. Alex Benson, mm-hmm. and finally, the last person to come down the uh, can't come out of the plane mm-hmm. is is definitely uh, Dick. <coughs> sorry, Richard Blanche, Dick Blanche, as he uh, stumbles out, very much three sheets to the wind, red faced, uh, a uh, white dude with tan skin and quaffed black hair. All the way back in a kind of Gordon Gecko look. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, clean shaven, uh, with dark brown eyes and a, a very fit physique. And he is wearing, uh, he is wearing wide, cause it's 96, wide dress down pants and then sneakers with no socks cause he's cool. But you know what else means he's cool? No shirt, because he's just got a jacket over his bare-ass chest with some gold. And then he also oh, has Jesus one of those – um, he has one of those Macintosh um, dog tags that they gave away when you when you bought a Macintosh back in the 90s. Because, <laughs> you know, buying a Macintosh is just like being in a fucking war. Hey, by the way, <laughs> at a game, that fucking pissed me off then. It pissed me off now. <laughs> that was fucking despicable. Mm-hmm. Anyways – so he's wearing one of those because he's an asshole. Um, and he comes, uh, he's got a bottle of champagne in one hand and he's got his wallet in the other because he just got done tipping everyone on the plane. He gave money to the pilot. He gave money to the stewardess. He gave money to the other stewardess. He gave money to somebody who was getting out before him. I think it was Dan's character. <laughs> he was just. He was just giving out money, and then he stumbles out and goes, "Woo! Yes!" It yeah, was yeah. it was not Dan's character that stumbled out because Dan is Dan. You've been waiting for three hours, yep. mm-hmm. um, and you found out that they're not late. You just were given the wrong time. You've mm-hmm. been sitting outside mm-hmm. your van on this private airfield. Nice van, leather seats, uh, white exterior, uh, black interior, uh, but you've been in this van. And it's hot. Oklahoma hot. It is midsummer. And you are just sweating. Even with the air conditioner, you realize you had to turn it off because you did not want to run out of gas. Mm-hmm. And that's what you see. A chronic smoker. A man who listens, who is just more tech than man at this point, <laughs> it seems. And the the man who fought in uh, the Macintosh Wars. <laughs> Coming out of this plane. And you see Everything in your report that mm-hmm. you wrote about how this is a terrible acquisition. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, there you are. Yeah. So he, uh, uh, Larry takes a moment, looks in the rear view mirror. He's in, you know, full business suit, adjusts his tie, quietly turns the van on, 
turns on the AC last minute, <sighs> takes a breath, and then steps outside and stands outside the van waiting for the uh, for the people he's supposed to pick up. Oh, there he is, brah. Oh, my fucking God. I can't believe they actually sent somebody to fucking meet us. Yo, what's up, my home dog, my skillet slice, what's good? Yo, yo, put it up high, you know, because I'm down low, but I'm chilling. You really kind of understand why uh, Terrence Douglas Mm -hmm. likes him. Yeah. Because you're pretty sure you've seen... Terrence wears some of this shit. Oh, yeah. He doesn't talk like him, of course, but get enough uh, drinks in him. Terrence would think this guy was brilliant. He's a dumbass. Yes. <laughs> yes. No, I, I'm i aware that both are. Mm-hmm. Um, Yo, what's up, my snizzle to the nizzle? Give me a pound. Oh, too slow. Brother, I'm just kidding. What's up? You driving this? You driving this beach? Yo, we got a whip. Let's go inside. And he just kind of Pours himself, <laughs> doesn't walk, doesn't step, more just kind of falls slithers. and then slithers. <laughs> exactly. Because he is more liquid than man now into the van. Next up is Alex seeing all of that happen. And as you see, he sees a, uh, what's your character's name again? Uh, oh yeah, Dick. As you see Dick <laughs> flow into the, into the car. <laughs> I'm pretty sure, I'm assuming that. You're assuming this van is very much like the limo, which is the person on the very back is clearly the guy who's the most important. So you get into the back seat for yourself. Oh, one hundred percent. It's yeah. kind of an aquarium of dick. Fanable dot com, an aquarium, aquarium of, of dick. dick. Okay, so I, I, Alex steps forward, stands right, right next to Dan's car, and goes like. The only positive about him is, is that his name is Dick, and I can call him that as much as I want. And I go into the, he goes into the car. And uh, Sherry is uh, following behind on her third cigarette. <laughs> it was 10 feet. <laughs> she, she's had some time to make. It was a long flight. And, you know. <laughs> as she walks past uh, uh, Larry, she's like, what's the cigarette tax like here? Absolutely ridiculous, ma'am. And uh, he, I can afford it. <laughs> yeah, he turns around and has a, a, a set of three business cards in his hand and just kind of like, Hands them out to whoever will take them. Just kind of mm-hmm. leaves one in the general dick vicinity. <laughs> uh, like, my name is Larry Jones. I'm a junior executive with DigiFX. I have been informed to let you all know that DigiFX is incredibly pleased and excited to have you all join the great DigiFX family. I will be driving you to the DigiFX uh, company retreat uh, in what was the name of the Enid, Oklahoma. In the grand town of Enid, Oklahoma. Uh, so please just settle in, make yourselves comfortable, and we should be reaching in, I don't know how many hours. It's going to be two hours. Yeah, it's a two-hour flight. And we should I'm be sorry, two-hour drive. drive yeah. mm-hmm. And we should be there in about two hours. There are some drinks in the back. Uh, if you need anything, please uh, <laughs> raise your hand if you... Right, please. Uh, buck. Uh, there's no seatbelts on this thing. I have a seatbelt on in front. I'll be in front. Uh, please uh, settle in. Close the door behind you. We'll be departing shortly. And then he just turns around and, you know, gets in the driver's seat, mm-hmm. buckles himself up sensibly and waits. Yep. Okay, so who's going uh, to... Big... He waits or he hates. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Now, there's. this is a eight-person passenger van. Mm-hmm. It is... 
D- does it has you know some sodas and stuff like that? Beer. Yeah, there's like, like a little I mean, mini fridge. You there's know. a mini fridge. Yeah, so it's all it's a eight passenger van that's been turned into a six person uh, passenger van because there's can a say, little mini bar. Can I say the the, the outside of the the van um, actually you know has the the you know the company it's a company van right so it's yeah. got the uh, the DigiFX logo but they. They've actually recently uh, sort of repainted or recovered all of them. So now they're all like, you know, the DigiFX logo, which is like super techy and, mm-hmm. and, you know, and high tech sort of superimposed over just a field and some barns, like a nice happy family <laughs> looking yeah, around. Because at some point somebody said like, we need to reflect American values in our marketing. So <laughs> it, it's, it's like, not, it's not, uh, it's not, it, it is not grass, it is, it, but it is a desert setting. Because you guys are all buckaroos. <laughs> yeah, right. No, it's, it's, like a, it's like a Wild West. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Because exactly. 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 you know why? Because the, the and telecommunication industry is like the Wild And everybody West. in the family shot has a cowboy hat on. Of course. Oh, yeah. They're like a settler family. <laughs> yeah, settler family. Like badass settler family. Yeah. You're like pilgrims. There you go. But cowboys. Digital pilgrims. Yeah. Digital cowboys. Yep. So who – okay, well, so – this is getting worse. <laughs> so we got uh, uh, Richard Blanche in the back, in the very back. Who's sitting in the front seat, in the passenger seat, or in the back? Like, where are you guys sitting? Sherry's going to sit in the passenger seat, so she's got the cigarette lighter. Okay. okay. And I guess I'll- easy access to the windows, because remember, this is a van, so it only pops open. The, it's like the side windows pop open, but with yeah, the passenger. Yeah, I, I right, care and- about that. Yeah. <laughs> then I'm going to sit in one of the side seats and just like i'm gonna t- it's two, you said two hours right great yep i and he has a he has a massive charger right next to the laptop he's like they should last this long and he's just typing away on his laptop <laughs> great you guys start driving nerd that's getting you paid <laughs> so you guys start so you guys start driving and you are driving along the highway it's not even a highway at one point you, you turn down a dusty road and you're driving down a route Route something. Route 86, you think. That's how routes work, right? Yeah. yeah. And uh, you guys landed – you know, you got there, Dan, to pick them up at, 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 at three. Yeah. They were three hours late, mm-hmm. but no, they just gave you the wrong time. They landed mm-hmm. at six, so right now you were driving. And Off into the sunset. Mm-hmm. You, It is a sunset. You're driving and it's getting to the point where dusk is approaching. Shadows are stretching over the street, only cast away by your headlights. And about an hour into the drive, you realize you haven't really seen anybody for at least 20 minutes. The last one was an old truck driving past you, semi. But that's okay. You have MapQuest. You know exactly where you're going. Enid is not the big population of Oklahoma City. It's not even close to being a populated city, just like Portland, Oregon, or heck, even Seattle. It, in fact, as far as I can tell, has no business existing at all. Yeah. <laughs> it is It is a small rancher town, which is why it's so great for the DigiFX. Digi and as you're driving, you have the smoke of the, the smell of nicotine in the air. Mm-hmm. Which I, I, I uh, monotonely informed earlier, technically there is no smoking in the vehicle, but I have looked at the numbers and saw exactly how much we're spending on this acquisition. The cost of cleaning out this van and disinfecting it and taking out the smell is just one drop in the bucket. Feel free to enjoy. Yes. <laughs> you hear the it's typing. The o- it's the only enjoyment I have left. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> we, <laughs> that for There's like a moment of like, 
Ah, uh, yes, kindred spirit. <laughs> <laughs> you have the t- the sound of cl- the clattering of fingers on top of a uh, type of, of a keyboard as someone is typing code. Mm-hmm. Or maybe just his, his manifesto at this point <laughs> uh, into the into a laptop that is more it, it's a brick. We all for those who don't know, laptops used to be giant bricks. Yes, the wafting acidic smell of a fuck off large Cuban cigar flows through the cabin of the uh, car of the van as. Richard Blanchet, Dick Blanche, sits back and 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 tries to uh, embellish and in and, and indulge in the uh, image of a man who has succeeded in selling his business and is a big time player, and it is fucking absurd and disgusting. Then mm-hmm. it it almost puts you into a false sense of just. Zen. Mm-hmm. It's just the open road, the shadows, the passing uh, cacti, the smell of nicotine, the typing of the 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 the, the keyboard, and the seething, seething hate growing in my heart. <laughs> <laughs> and then, at the last moment, you spot something that's lying across the road. That's not a shadow. Uh, it looks almost like a rope. And as soon as you pass it, you need to make a drive check. Can do. Yes, please. Awesome we always uh, we always start with this. So Su- mm-hmm. succeed with this, and then completely escape the game. Dan, <laughs> dexterity plus drive. Can do. Nice. Uh, this is uh, a difficult check because uh, I will inform you in a second. But so take away mm-hmm. two points. All right. So, you, so either you get a super success and we just stop the game, or you fa- you can also yeah. get a super failure and we stop the game. Uh, <laughs> nope, that's uh, that's uh, two twos, so nothing. Dan, your car hits what you can only assume at the last second. What uh, those spike nets that the cops use to stop mm. runaway cars? Yeah, spike traps. Yeah. Spike traps. Because you hear the front tires and the back tires immediately just pop. And you start swerving to get this thing under control. But no. No, there's no stopping in a very dignified manner. The best thing that happens is you hit one cacti. You hit two cacti. And then you kind of slam right into a ditch. However, you said you were wearing your seatbelt. Angela, were you wearing yours? No. Then, Angela, I need you to uh, resist, I suppose. Uh, I need you to uh... – God, what, what's a good – stamina, I guess. So, stamina plus uh, <laughs> athletics. Oh, boy. Stamina plus athletics. But I'm going to let you uh... – yeah, go ahead. Stamina plus athletics. This is to avoid damage. And what do I need to – what is my – Oh, always eight. Eight. Eight okay. is always what you're – you slam into the front of the uh, car. Uh, you don't fly Thanks. through the windshield. You don't lose control that bad, Dan. You do decelerate. You do yeah. kind of make yeah, a- I, did, I didn't botch. Yeah, but. yeah. You do yeah. – it is a uh, a term a, – a de- you do make a dignified crash landing. Mm. Uh, but, Angela, you slam into the very front of the dashboard and you, I'm going to have you take two points of damage. And this is going to be bashing. So it's just one slash on each of those. So you slam in and you just feel the air escape your nicotine-stained lungs. <laughs> I was used to 
seen that. <laughs> the rest of you, uh, lucky enough, are slam into the back of the car, uh, the seats in front of you, which are cushioned. Uh, and the worst that happens uh, to you, Alex, is your computer falls in front of you and no! the, you, f- you hear the screen crack. No! No! The engine's on for a few seconds more before you hear... What the hell was that? Oh, bruh. Oh, oh my. Bruh. That was like LA rush hour shit, man. What was that? You know how much it's going to cost to fix that screen? I believe that also, was. Also, we were in a car crash. I believe that was the avenging fist of karma. Please <laughs> stay in your seats while I check the damage. And he gently, you know, quite calmly unbuckles his seatbelt and and starts opening the door to see how bad the damage is. Does he get eaten? Does he get eaten right away? <laughs> he stepped out right into a mouth. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't check. It's bad. <laughs> you step out, and it is already starting to get. The slither of sunlight is already starting to vanish, mm-hmm. and the desert that you've been driving through is no longer a heat oven. It's starting to get that chill, where mm-hmm. you know it's going to get a lot colder soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, I'm going to be nice and say that you have a flashlight. You were able yes. to pull one out of the front of Yeah, I mean, the- it's, it's a commercial van. It probably yeah. has some kind of like basic kit. You know, yeah, like, it has yeah. a kit, of course, because yeah. you're Nothing. off buckaroos. Yeah. You need to be prepared. Exactly. Nothing fancy, but yeah, like a basic like you know, carjack mm-hmm. and small flashlight yep. and whatever. Yeah, You go and you grab the bag from the back and you yep. turn on the flashlight and you look at the tires and they're absolutely shredded. Mm. 100% shredded. You even reach down and you're able to pull a, a it looks like a nail out of it. Mm. A nail without it, like the end. Yeah. So it's not a nail. It is part of a spike trap. Yeah. All right. Well, this looks purposeful and uh kind of turns around and like you know, turns around and waves the uh the flashlight around to see if there's anybody in the other cars any other people as you're waving your flashlight around you see the road that you've mm-hmm. just flown off of it's not too far away and you see someone driving down it and you see their headlights first just coming down towards you guys at a, an alarming speed and then suddenly you feel a rush of kind of reassurance as mm-hmm. You see sirens, the red and blues, cherries and berries, as it's coming towards you guys. Uh, thank goodness, authority. <laughs> and as it gets closer, it hits the brakes, and uh, someone reaches out the window and uses kind of like one of those. Uh, it's a, a small spotlight on top of the car, and you you see that it is a sheriff's car. Yeah. And you hear, "God damn, God damn!" And a man, a portly man, mm-hmm. uh, who looks kind of thin except for his tummy. Which is just bloated and hanging over his belt buckle. And he steps out, pulls off his aviator glasses, which you shouldn't be wearing because it's about dark. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Has a cowboy hat on. He's a sheriff hat's on, which is more cowboy than, you know. Is he a white dude? Is he a. Oh, he's a white guy, you know, uh, bushy okay. beard. He's like, God damn, oh, anybody, you guys okay in there? We have somebody who uh, bumped her head. I don't think there's any serious uh, injuries, sir, but we could oh, certainly use your help, sir. Oh, no. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, come on. Everybody out now. Everybody out now. Come on this way. And Larry, like, starts opening yep. opening doors for people. Uh, yep. Angela, you, uh, your character, Sherry, she, you feel the bruise, but yep. you're breathing again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I am smoking again. <laughs> More importantly. Yeah. And he's like, okay, okay, okay. Let's, I'm, 
I know this is probably not a shock to y'all, but you hit a spike trap. We had a bank robber fly through here earlier this evening, uh, and uh, we tried to catch him with a speed trap. He made it. He went around it. We had to give chase, and I was just on my way to pick it up. And Jesus Christ, I'm so sorry. Oh, jeez, don't, don't worry. I, I we're gonna put you up somewhere, and we're gonna get your car fixed. Uh, don't no one's injured, right? Oh, I am Sheriff uh, McCounty. Oh, uh, yeah. No, no problem. Uh, Sheriff McCounty. Sheriff McCounty, nice to meet you, uh, gentlemen. Uh, oh, god damn. That really, you went over everything of that thing, didn't it? Uh, well, I wasn't exactly expecting a spike trap, officer. Oh, of course, of course. Oh, god, I'm sorry. We tried, like I said, we were, we had a deputy who was supposed to be it, but we were short staffed. We were giving this chase to the son of a bitch for a good goddamn hour. Thank God he finally hit a goddamn vulture. Irony at its best and, uh, spun out, hit a rock, died. Uh, but anyways. Whoa. Uh, wow. uh, I was just, I was, I was hoping to get here before anybody, uh, hit it. Oh, that's just unlucky. Um, you guys just stay here and no one's injured, right? Uh, nope. Yeah. Nope. Larry like oh. looks at, uh, I forgot. Sorry. I forgot your character's Sherry. name. Sherry. Sherry. Yeah. Larry sort of looks at Sherry like questioningly, like sort of checking. Um, uh, I'll live. Okay. Okay. Well, you know, we're going to get you guys up. Hold on. I'm just going to, I'm going to call this in. You just take a moment and breathe. Ah, oh, this is just looking bad for all of us. Makes it look like goddamn idiots. That's all right. So long as you can get us somewhere with a telephone so I can call ahead. Yeah. And he goes to his, like, uh, he goes to his, it, it, as you finally see, it's not so much a police car. It is one of those police, uh, jeeps and you know he, you hear him talking you hear the crackle of the radio and stuff like that and he there's a moment where you know you see that he's kind of relieved that no one's mm-hmm. dead you know you know there's a there's a few jokes shared between him and dispatch um but then you know he gets the serious part and he's just talking uh-huh 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 yeah no we can take him to the fans we can take him to the fans okay, okay I'll, I'll talk to him do you guys got mobile phones you know, them uh, city folks usually got them mobile phones. Oh, uh, yeah, brah. Yeah, of course. You got a signal? Oh. Oh, shit. No, I don't. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. If anybody has a, a cell phone, this is early 1996, <laughs> they work great in the city, but not so much in the no, desert. No. And I would have one because and I'm a so, tech guy, and, and I don't have one. And no work signal. great <laughs> is a real sliding scale. <laughs> yeah. Also, <laughs> exactly. As, a, as an employee of DigiXS uh, and, and familiar with their corporate retreats, I am aware of that. No, like mm-hmm. I didn't even bother to bring mine. It's like I, there's never any signal out here. That's yes, no, there, there is no. Because cowboys didn't have cell phones. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly, <laughs> exactly. I mean, Enid actually had kind of has a uh, infrastructure that's been like you know, built he up, has a by, cell phone. but he has a cell phone for him. But no, no, you mm-hmm. guys. Are, yeah. So. so the guys like okay, okay. Well, you guys need a you need a phone. Um, there's a motel not too far here. It has a phone. It has a diner. Uh, you know what? Uh, this is my bad. I'm gonna call a tow truck. Get you uh, get this out of here. Get it uh, fixed up for y'all, and uh, you guys can make a call at the the motel. motel. How's that sound? We'll put you up on our dime. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. Okay. Okay. Uh, we're just going to the Fames, and huh. uh, I have one, two, three. Uh, yeah, I think I can fit y'all in the back. It's a uh, going to be a tight fit, but uh, I think if uh, the big fellow over there, he points towards who's the biggest one here. I don't know, man. I'm picturing Larry as sort of like almost cadaverously thin. So. Yeah, and I'm, I have a small frame. So I'm a tiny dude. So yeah, he points towards. Uh, David I mean, Blanche. You're, you're like fit. So yeah, you're you fit. Might be like, you fitness might count bro. Yeah, like Dick Blanche is, yeah. uh, is a little, you know, he's Or does he athletic. offer the lady the seat up front? Oh, you're uh, right. You know what? He's like, you know, how about the lady gets in the front here because uh, she's been banged up and uh, you mm-hmm. gentlemen can squeeze in the back. Larry, Larry like takes the middle seat. He, what? Like, he knows. You're banged up. Oh, come on. <laughs> it's only because 
Angela saw my reaction. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Come on. <laughs> yeah, that's how she got banged up. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> I didn't say boom. in. I said on. But what? That's how babies are made. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. So you guys. Fandible.com all- brought to you by Sex Ed. Yeah. <laughs> that's how babies are made. <laughs> so you guys are going to climb in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah Larry's yeah. Larry's gonna take the middle, and you yeah. guys are grabbing. He's, your, he's, you're grabbing your luggage and yeah. everything. Yep. He's a thin guy. He's used to having he's been in the middle. Yep. His whole goddamn life. You just, every time you talk to me about Larry, he reminds me of your character David of uh, in Part Time Gods. That guy of yep. uh, I can't remember his name, but he was just always had that look of like I'm oh dead. the god of death. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Gray something gray. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, god of grief. I thought it was. His god oh, yeah, grief. He's got a grief. Yeah, yeah. God of sorrow and sorry, grief yeah. and remorse. Larry, yeah, yeah, yeah. as, a, as a member of middle management, knows most grief and sorrow <laughs> well. <laughs> so you guys uh, get into this car, and the, uh, the sheriff, of course. Uh, I, I remember anybody guy's name? Uh, McCount. McCounty. 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 Good for you guys. Regret, by the way. God of regret. Regret. Uh, yes. Oh boy, Larry has regrets. Like I'm pretty sure. Like <laughs> this is a crossover in 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 game. He is a worshiper of that god. He's, he's, he's one of your uh, your your what is it? Acolytes like, or yeah, something. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. yeah, you you have you have worshippers. Larry's one of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, sorry. As you guys are getting, of course, the as he's driving, uh, the, the the sheriff is just apologizing left and right. This is the most embarrassing thing that ever happened to, uh, it's called Fames, Oklahoma, uh, uh, since the, the, the cattle of night, uh, of 1992. And he only says that the cattle run of 1992, you don't know what happened, mm-hmm. but to him, it was damn embarrassing. And he's like, I just, I just can't believe. Like I said, we don't usually have a bank robber, and next thing you know, we have the goddamn FBI telling us to get the ban- a goddamn spot track. And like, I got this deputy, and I'm going to be honest with you, he's dumber than cat shit. <laughs> he got, he got shit in his head and flies buzzing around his eyes. And I told him pick up the goddamn speed trap, but he just wanted to be part of the action, so he hops in the goddamn car along with me, and we chase him and leaves the goddamn speed trap. I'm just lucky that you know you weren't some sort of bus full of orphans or something like that. God damn. And he turns on the radio after about, you know, five minutes of apologizing. And uh, the the song that's on is Bad Moon Rising. So as you guys are driving down the road uh, where, you know, dusk is turning into night and the Mm -hmm. moon is out, Bad Moon Rising starts playing, you know. We all know the words. Mm -hmm. If you don't, look it up. Because we Beca- don't want the lawyers to call us. Mm. Exactly. We are legally not allowed to say that. <laughs> and as you guys take a hill up, and in the middle of this desert, you just see a dust bucket of a motel. It is every stereotype that you've ever read about a hotel in the middle of a desert. Uh, you, the neon sign that says diner is long, long faded. It still has a bit of a glow to it, but no longer has that sharp and excitement of color that a neon sign should. You, you're thinking that neon definitely has seen better days. It's probably been around since the 70s. Probably stole it from somewhere in Las Vegas. Uh, the parking lot is filled with just a smattering of cars, a minivan, an RV. Uh, you see a pickup truck that's more rust than metal. The the rooms, it, it's just uh, a single story. The rooms are probably stretching back maybe 10 and all. In the middle, five on the left, five on the right. And in the middle is an office that has a lone light shining. There's vending machines that say Pepsi and coke right next to each other that 
you wouldn't be surprised if they're serving new Coke in there and clear Pepsi. It is an old, old relic of a time that probably it was never part of. And as the sheriff pulls in into the dusty parking lot, the tumbleweed tumbles on by living up to its name. And he's like, all right, I'm so sorry. Now, they have a payphone in there. And, uh, and you know what? I've already called ahead. Uh, you just tell them that you uh, that I sent you in. You're the uh, people. And, uh, well, they're going to take give you a room for the night. And uh, I already called the mechanic. He's going to uh, – he's saying this to you, Larry, because mm-hmm. he's kind of deciphered yeah. that you're the leader here. Mm-hmm. And I've already talked to the mechanic. He's going to get your guys, get you some new tires up and running. And, again, any damages uh, we will take care of because that's what we do here in Fames, Oklahoma. And uh, uh, Larry kind of reaches out, like gives him uh, one of his uh, business cards, like, just be sure to call the number there, Digi Excess. Uh, we'll take care of handling whatever. Don't uh, you worry, son, and don't you worry. I'm glad I found you when I did. So uh, just you guys uh, go in, enjoy uh, yourself, and hey, I, I heard we got some cable TV installed. Well, wonders never cease. <laughs> <laughs> and as you guys pile out with your luggage, I'm, you took your luggage. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You're not, you're not amateurs. I'm yeah. not going to be one of those GMs like, you've never said it. <laughs> and no one said they're breathing at the start of this game. So you're all dead. <laughs> uh, he drives off the dust being kicked up by his tires. And there you guys are standing in this rickety motel parking lot. Once again, I would like to welcome you all to the DigiXS family. <laughs> <laughs> so it is oh DigiSS, like uh, SX, XS, right? Yeah. I, okay. Yeah, XS. Okay, because I've heard FX, SF. Yeah, it's, it's, easy, it's easier to pronounce it. Even in character, like, no, yes, no. It's it's we we also own the copyright on DigiFX because everybody confuses it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, also because corporate excess. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like as soon as I saw the Digi XS, yeah, that's why. Yeah. Okay, so you guys like, are standing there. Stereotypical yep. big and you, and you, like I said, you see there is a lone light bulb. Um, the rooms of the motel, you clearly uh, see there's a couple of them that are occupied. Uh, you see the glow of a television through mm-hmm. uh, curtains. But, yep, you see, you could look through a window that is clearly the motel lobby, and there is a woman just standing behind the counter uh, working on a book, reading a book. Is there one of those uh, cigarette vending machines in there? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. There you go. I, I need to uh, – um, Sherry uh, pours one more or taps one more cigarette out of her pack. It is the last one. So she crumples up the pack, tosses it over her shoulder because obviously no one gives a shit in this town, lights it up, and uh, goes to that vending machine. Yep. And Alex follows behind her, not to the smoking vending machine, but to the Pepsi machine. Okay. She ne- he needs his sugar and caffeine. As you reach for your wallet and you pull out uh, a, a, a dollar, you realize it is very crumpled, and it, this might take a while. Oh, so, no. yeah, so he spends his. <laughs> so Alex is just sitting there, just just shit, trying to make straighten the. Okay, so, so our younger listeners, because I have to describe this <laughs> in the nineties. You're, you're, you literally needed a bill that had been ironed completely uh, thin and flat and regal free to make it work in one of these vending machines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In the old days, we used this thing called money. <laughs> yes, and it is a little pricey. Even it is the the the, uh, the cola is a little pricey at seventy five cents. Seventy five, oh. son of a bitch! Where do they think they're at? <laughs> New York City. <laughs> Goddamn Bush. <laughs> Wait, no, no, this Clinton? is Clinton. Clinton. This is Clinton. Goddamn Clinton. Yeah. Oh yeah, that 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 Warren Bosnia is really hitting us hard. He did that. <laughs> 
Oh, Jesus. Ugh. So, stop getting your dick sucked by Monica Lewinsky and make my soda cheaper. <laughs> Dan, where are you going? Uh, yeah, Larry starts heading towards the, uh, you know, the central office. Angela, you're the first to get to the door. Uh, there's a little bit of uh, renewed vigor in your step as you open up the door and you hear that ding, ding. And the woman immediately shoots up, and she has the, you would almost call it, just like a thousand-watt smile. Welcome to the Thames Motel, where we do things right. I look back over my shoulder. Larry, yeah, so, you're yeah, Larry's like coming up. Like, I would certainly I, hope so, ma'am. Yeah, and uh, so Sherry just knows the- Yep, Larry's coming back. That's the woman. Goes to the cigarette mm-hmm. vending machine. You go to the cigarette ma- machine that is plastered with Joe Camel. Smoking cool. Don't smoke, kids, but it's really cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he's saying. Don't smoke, kid, because you look too cool. <laughs> and I you- think she's a, a Virginia Slims person. Okay, yeah. You mm-hmm. ignore the, the Joe Camel and you start looking for your Virginia Slims. I'm not Slim. five. Yeah, you're not five. <laughs> yep. Literally. Also, you are a woman. And that is entirely the target demo of Virginia Slims. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, you uh, you'll be. I'll get to you guys. But right now, there are, there are cigarettes in there, right? We'll right. Get to, we'll get to that, Billy. <laughs> Larry, we're uh, out of combat, right? <laughs> uh, Larry, she's like, "Welcome to the Fangs Motel, where we things do right." Once again, I certainly hope so, ma'am. I believe Sheriff McCounty. Uh, McCounty. Uh, yep. Should have called ahead and oh. uh, informed that. We had some car trouble. Absolutely. Now we got you guys uh, three rooms, uh, and so uh, is it? How many are you? There's four of us. Okay. Well, it looks like well, two of the rooms are single people. You know, because they're singles everywhere. But one of the rooms, I made sure to have a, a twin set. So uh, who's going to be bunking together? Great. I'll be taking one of the single Miss. Uh, Again, forgot Cheryl was it? Sherry. Uh, Miss Miss uh, Miss. Uh, but your last name? Uh, Melton. Yeah, because he he would refer to you. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Miss Milton would take uh would take the other single, and the our remaining party will take the shared room, of course. All righty then, and she goes back and she pulls out actual keys and gives it to you. Uh, Dan, you are in five, which is at the very end of the parking lot. Mm-hmm. Angela, you are in. Eight, which is on the opposite side of the motel, uh, closer to the end, and the twin beds are on number one. Yeah, they are. Uh, and so. she, she's like, "Is there anything else I can do for you while you are here at the Fames Motel?" Yes. Is there a payphone I can use? Apps. Well, she looks and she's like, "Oh, tragically, no." But there is a phone that you can ask to use, and she reaches down and pulls out just a landline and sets it down in front of you. Cling! She's like, and I'll be happy as long as it's not a long-distance call. Not on my watch, mister. She waves a finger at you playfully. Don't worry, ma'am. It's an in-state call. Okay, absolutely. Uh, And she pushes the phone forward and gives you a chance to give a call. While we do that, Jesus, you are out. Combat (laughs) begins. Jesus, you are out and you are... Rubbing your 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 uh yeah, your just, dollar against I'm the side. I'm so much as a kid right now. This is not this is not a healthy place to be. And you on. know what? You know what? I just want you to roll one dice, and this is just luck. Mm-hmm. If it's even, it goes in. If it's odd, it doesn't. Okay. I just want you to roll one dice. One dice. Uh, okay. Let's roll it. Uh, that is a uh, yeah. That's evens. Welcome to the Billyverse, where the impossible happens. <laughs> <laughs> Your first try, you slip this dollar in. It goes in. 
and it doesn't spit it out. And for a second, you're like, wait, what? <laughs> what? This is not the ritual. This is not the ritual. <laughs> can I roll a cult just to see if anything's wrong? <laughs> but yeah, you can okay. pick uh, Pepsi. Uh, you went to the Coke or Pepsi? A Pepsi machine. Yeah. Yep. You went. Uh, there's Pepsi. There's Mountain Dew. I'm gonna get a water. wild cherry Pepsi. A uh, wild cherry pepper. You you click on it, and that tall tale sign of red appears. Ding, ding, ding. Right. It's Pe- out. Regular Pepsi. Ding ding ding. It's out. Sprite. Ding ding ding. It's out. You go down the line. Ding ding ding. It's out. Ding ding ding. You're out. And then you get to one where it looks like the sticker someone had scratched it off. Mm-hmm. It's the last button. I press it. And you hear the sound of a can tumbling down and hits the bottom of the in the slot the can slot. Delicious you reach down and you pull out you've never heard of this drink before. It's called Nep. And it Nep. has like a a one of those tridents that spear through it. Nep. And it is a a brown reddish liquid on the uh when you open up the tab. It smells sweet. I give it a jug. Yeah. Yeah, I need you to roll. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, let's roll a resolve uh, plus a composure check. Resolve plus composure. Huh? Okay. And, uh, yeah, just, let's just keep it simple. Mm-hmm. Uh, what does it succeed again? How high do we? Eights? Yep. Right? Eight. 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 I Eights got one, one success. You take a sip, and you're looking outside the desert, and... There's a part of you just doesn't like it. You just suddenly realize that you don't want to be outside. Mm. That this feels stupid and wrong. And why would you be outside? It's getting cold. It's the desert. It's, mm-hmm. it's dark. Mm-hmm. Things live out there. Yeah, I mean, we're not like like dingoes and shit. Yeah, totally. I mean, they might eat my. If I had a baby, they eat it. And then you realize how stupid you are. <laughs> you're like, I'm, I'm not going to. St- I'm not. You're, you're not. This is not a camping experiment. <laughs> of course, you're going to go inside, yeah. and you kind of brush it off, and that that nervousness of the outside completely goes away. Um, and you just sit there uh, sipping your nap. N e p nap. All right. And uh, there's a trident that's spearing through it, and uh, you take a couple slurps, and that's it. Okay. You don't like the taste. That first taste, though, was really good. Like, you took a sip and you're like, this is my new drink. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm a nep guy from now on. Mm-hmm. But after, like, the first sip and the second, th- that sweetness that hits the back of your tongue kind of goes away. And it, it really just kind of tastes a little flat. Mm-hmm. It's not bad, but it is – it tastes like a flat – Pepsi. Uh, it's, it's like like uh, when you – it's one of those beers where, like you drink the first couple of gulps, it's fine. But then you get to the bottom half, it's like, ah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. It, you just don't like it that much. Yeah, but yeah. at least you no longer like – you kind of even smirk at yourself how ridiculous you were about the sudden panic of like, oh, God, I'm going to be outside. I should get inside immediately. Yeah, that's fucking weird. Ugh. And uh, I need we, some sleep. And we move Maybe on have a to – Maybe concussion. Yeah. Oh, and God. we move on to uh, – Dick, what you doing? Well, um, so – Dick is in his room, right? Oh, he hasn't got your like, key yet. Oh, oh, oh! Do you want me to say I'm a? Are you? Um, should I assume that you're just in the lobby? Uh, yeah. Sorry, oh, not a problem. Yeah. If that's the case, uh, Dick, you're just sitting in the lobby. You know, letting Larister here do mm-hmm. the talking, and mm-hmm. uh, Larry, you see Larry's getting the phone, mm-hmm. and you look over and you see Angela. She is trying to get her Virginia Slims, uh, and it is one of those old classic 1960s, maybe 1970s, yeah, if like you wink. Pull the thing out. Uh, where you oh, you know God. put the quarters I'm, in, you pull it out, um, and you chunk you, it in. You are and making like that. me salivate. <laughs> About the first bars I ever had a drink in that had those old 
style. Uh, Were there ever any other styles? Like, I don't recall seeing a more modern version of the cigarette. They got rid of them. Uh, well, the, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, oh, no, no. no there, the, there were ones where you pushed a button. You didn't have to, like, pull oh. the thing. Like, yeah, yeah, so it was a yeah, yeah, The way this thing worked is It was basically, you, yeah. like, they, they, they thought they were going to evolve to another plane. Yeah. They did not. No. Yeah. Sorry, but so go what on. These thi- how these things work for those who weren't around in 1996 <laughs> is you kind of pull out a stick after you've unlocked it by putting in the right amount of money – and as you pull it out, a cigarette uh, carton would fall into the hole where that stick once was and go into the slot, and then you would push that stick back in. Mm-hmm. Angela, as you put in – I don't know why. Maybe you're just a pro at this – $5 worth of quarters into this $5 slot of quarters. I'm definitely an expert at this. Yeah. You twist the little uh, knob kind of like if, as if it was like a candy machine mm-hmm. and then you grab your Virginia Slim uh, stick and you start pulling it out. The metal stick that's almost – it looks like a foosball stick. Mm-hmm. You're pulling it out and you hear just kind of a squish like – and you look at the stick and – Maybe they must have recently had to re-lubricate it because kind of a mucus-like substance is sliding along that rod as you pull it out. And as you wait for that familiar kunk But I have tolerance for biology. Mm. Fandible.com. There's lubricant that's kind of like a slime on that rod you pull out. (laughs) So this is just a like. Like, she just kind of wrinkles her nose at it, but otherwise does not have a, a visceral reaction to it. Hey, but you, you're usually – is once you pull out the wallet to the very end, you usually hear that ka-chunk mm-hmm. of a box of cigarettes hitting the slot. That doesn't come. You've paid your money. Mm-hmm. You wait two, three seconds. You start to rattle it. And just before you turn back to say, like, what the hell? I want my money back. You hear the ka-chunk. And it's almost as, as if gravity didn't th- drop – this carton of cigarettes, and it is Virginia Slim. It's as if it was thrown down on into the slot. But you got your Virginia Slims. That's all I care about, man. <laughs> yeah, you pick it up, and it feels just a tad. The box itself. You check the cigarettes are fine, but the the box feels warm. Ugh. It's not moist or or just, wet. It's just it feels like the, it's just an, it's been in like someone's armpit or something like that <laughs> like the, the way you would carry your cigarettes like you used to go camping sometimes where you would you know making sure your cigarettes didn't get like too cold because nothing's worse than a cold cigarette you kind of keep your cigarettes really close to your body um and then you pull them out so that's what it feels like they've just been close to something that's been warm so you would think there's probably like a heater back there not the best way to keep your cigarettes but whatever they smoke just as good yeah. i mean the, the cigarette goblin that dispenses the cigarettes is clearly taking a nap and using it as a pillow that's why <laughs> yeah. exactly. oh, shit, shit. <laughs> and uh, dan uh, so you see her get her cigarettes dick hurrah hurrah your life is a success dan you uh, <laughs> you get your phone yes and, and I, I dial into the uh, the headquarters where we're going, where I assume company representatives are waiting for us. And uh, there's a few rings. Ring, mm-hmm. ring, mm-hmm. ring, ring, ring. And suddenly it just goes, cuts. It cuts out. Hello? Hello? You try that again. It hangs up and, and picks up again to see if there's a signal. And as you pick up, again, there's just – there's nothing this time. There's no ringing. And – the, the the woman across the counter, which you see on her uh, her the tab, it's called the, her name is Thea. Uh, she's like, "Is something wrong?" Oh, ma'am, the your phone appears to be dead. Oh, 
Oh, shucks. And she goes out and she grabs the phone, listens to it, taps the receiver a few times and says, oh, bake me a pie and don't tell me you stole it. I'm so sorry. Uh, I think we have we're, we, we have a, a prairie dog situation where they've just been digging up stuff and uh, these wires. I think they've been chewing on the damn wires. Uh, I, I, I'll, 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 I'm going to have to use the, the radio to call uh, one of our repairmen to come on out here. Uh, I'm sorry. I mean, do you do you know if we can? You know, I can call the sheriff and they can put a call out for you. They're already. <clears throat> It's fine. I suppose we'll just get some rest. So. Yeah, I'm so sorry, honey. You know, this happens every once in a while. Uh, you know, it is the shame of living in the desert. Sometimes you got to deal with a dog that just knows how to bite. <laughs> right. Well, anyways, here's your keys. Uh, here is uh, you are in number five. The lady is in number eight. And uh, you gentlemen, uh, hi there. Hey, oh, hi. son, you don't got a shirt on. Do you need a shirt? You uh, no, I'm uh, I'm I'm cool. Uh, don't worry, <laughs> we got a perfect shirt for you. And she turns back, grabs like a shirt off like the rack where the towels are, and she unfolds it, and it says, "What I'm famous," and she hands it to you. It is the cheapest like cloth the shirt ever made. Oh, <clears throat> well, you guys, you are in room number one. Enjoy, and don't worry, your tab has been picked up by the sheriff. Great, yeah. Uh, that's super cool. Uh, yeah. Wicked. We do things right. That's killer. That that's that's. Oh, uh, is this a local brand? This Nep thing or? Oh, we love Nep. It's to die for. Yeah, is it like a look? Like, do you sell it locally? I mean, the first hit was. Pretty, uh, I just want to see if there's any like different brands. Oh, there. there's plenty of nap in the in the in fame. The general store is just a well. It's about a couple miles out, but if you get there, you can find plenty of nap. They do things right. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Well, you guys have a good day. If you need anything, towel, shampoo, uh, anything broken, you just come to me and you ask for Thea. Oh, thank. Uh, th- thank you, Thea. Yeah. Cool. Okay, yeah. have a good one. Thank you for coming to the Fame Hotel, where we do things right. Yep. Yeah, we, we yes, got it. We got we got it. I just we love got. saying that now. <laughs> <laughs> just from now on, that's me. <laughs> Dan, what yep. the fuck is your name? Uh, Larry. Angela, Larry Jones. So, you're, did you take a puff of your Virginia Slims? Oh, yet? yes, I just did. Great. I need to make a resolve plus composure check. <laughs> I am amazing at this. One crit fail later. (laughs) (laughs) One, two, two successes. Okay. Uh, Jesus and Angela, just mark down a tally point for me. One tally. Okay. No negatives to you. I just need to know how many times I make you roll that. Okay. Cool. Angela, you take a few puffs. And again, you wouldn't know what uh, what Alex just went through, but- as you're looking out the window, you feel kind of that – when that first puff of smoke, you feel like the urge of, I don't want to smoke outside, which is weird for you because you like smoking outside. Mm-hmm. You like getting out of the office, leaning against the window and smelling the fresh air while you <laughs> destroy your lungs yes. with a cigarette. It's that dichotomy that you really the, like. The, the contrast. The contrast. But for that fraction of a second, the moment you take that first hit, you don't want to go outside. You want to stay inside. Mm-hmm. And then you're just like, well, no, I always smoke outside. And you go outside and you take a smoke and it's wonderful. And after the first hit of your cigarettes, though, you're a little stale. 
Because they were he- kept next to a heater. Yeah, they're not great cigarettes. Mm-hmm. Even if, even when you throw down your other cigarette and you light up again, the next one, it doesn't even have that first taste of like, yes, this mm-hmm. is great. This is just like, yeah, you got some stale ass cigarettes. Mm-hmm. And you guys. Small towns. <laughs> Still going to smoke it all. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, oh, and as you guys are about to leave, she's like, and by the way, if you guys are hungry, do I got a treat for you that we have the Fame Diner, which is connected right in the back over there. And she points to the opposite door that you came in, and it's a glass door, and you look through, and it is a diner, completely empty. And she's like, if you need something to eat, you come to me. It's only open until 10, and I can cook you up something swell. Uh, You know, I'm going to be honest. <laughs> I, you know, I um, am trying to be low carb, but uh, I could really use a bite. So um, I'm going to take my uh, money and uh, I'll tell you what, uh, since everything here is uh, on the, uh, you know, the sheriff, I'll tell you that everything in that diner is on uh, me. Wow. He really does things right, don't he? Come on, I'll bake y'all something to eat. Y'all look starved. Skin and bone, she says, as she grabs your rib, mm-hmm. like your skin of uh, Mr. Yep. Jackson. Or, I'm sorry, Mr. <laughs> Jones. Yeah, Larry Mr. Jones. Yeah, Mr. Larry Jones, and just like kind of pinches it like a grandma would. <laughs> this woman um, is younger than you. How dare her? <laughs> and she just walks by you giggling, and she goes into the diner, and the door closes behind her, and she just shuffles off towards the kitchen, uh, where uh, like behind the counter, and she grabs some some menus, and then she looks back and waves for you guys to follow. I don't know about you guys, but I would die for some pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> You guys are going in? Yeah, we're going. Oh, yes. going fuck in. yeah. No, because this is how I would honestly die. If <laughs> a diner fucking person said, like, by the way, it's empty. I will cook you anything. I would be like, well, fucking clear your schedule because I want anything. <laughs> so just to make this quick, what do you guys order? Like, she gives you a menu and it has the generic stuff, but she's like, I can make anything black. Piggies in a blanket. Okay, piggies in a blanket. Larry, what do you make? want? Uh, Larry will take a, uh, just, uh, two pieces of toast dry and some butter on the side, please. <laughs> okay, not a problem. Chicken Alex, waffles. Chicken, chicken and waffles. waffles. I can make you waffles. <laughs> you know what? I can make you chicken. I'll just throw them on top of each other. Would you like some syrup? Yes, please, ma'am. All right, we do things right. What about you? Mandarin chicken from the <laughs> yeah, exactly. What about you, Angela? And mind you, she can make things, but she's not going to make a lobster bitch. Obviously, no. I was, I was, uh... Sushi? Do you have a California roll? Get out. <laughs> um, Cobb salad. I can make you a salad. She doesn't know what a cob is. Uh, just black coffee. Okay, yeah, she she nods her head, and you got, it just it's a quick shot of you just guys sitting in the diner, and it is just kind of silent. You've gotten your food. Is is there a Muzak playing? Uh, oh, the jukebox, yeah, and yeah. it is. You know, uh, uh, you hear just uh, the sound of Clarence. Uh, uh, Creedence, Creedence, yeah, yeah, CCR. Yeah, CCR. It yeah. is CCR playing again. Uh, and what was that song that you liked? Uh, uh, how I know. know. Yeah, Is the that rain. Clarence? Yeah, that's that's Creedence. Yeah, no. the rain. Have I ever seen mm. the rain? Yeah, it's just it's a it's a. But it sounds like the jukebox is just a little bit off kilter. It's not a gr- a good uh, music 
Christmas to it. You know, I've always thought that it would be kind of cool to create a story based on this this song, you know? But, uh, gosh, I had one written out, but I lost it. Oh, imagine that. Mm-hmm. You guys are eating, taking a few bites. <laughs> I wink so hard at the storyteller, it breaks the camera. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> David, uh, and uh, anybody who hasn't already rolled this roll, I need yep. you to, if you're eating anything here, you need to take a resolve plus composure roll. Yep. You yep. could tell me in real life that my piggies in a blanket was poisoned and be like, tell my family I love them. Yeah. <laughs> this I is want, how I want to yeah. go. I so fucking so they only, only they. Only they. Okay. If you haven't rolled it already. Okay, cool. See. But I can say, Angela, your coffee stale. Alex, your your your. How do you make maple syrup that doesn't taste right? Like they figured it out. It's not. It doesn't. It doesn't. It just. It has the texture of maple syrup. Mm-hmm. And that's the only thing they succeeded on. It doesn't how have do the you taste. screw up maple syrup? It's. It comes from a tree. Yeah. No, it's it's bad. It's not it's not even good or okay. It's bad. Sorry. Um so sorry, what's the roll? It's uh resolve plus composure. Alright, cool. Yeah, I rolled a got one success. Actually, wait, no. Holy shit. Two tens. Ooh. Uh so re- roll again. They explode. Yeah. Oh wait. So you got wait. two successes. You got Always? two successes. Yep, roll Always. again. A nine. So, you so got, three yeah. six. Oh, but I got a one, one stone matter. Nope, runs don't matter unless that's, that's, it is a chance. Yeah, that's the thing with the systems. Like oh, everything is God. difficult. I love DA, it, so I love it to yeah. death. Yeah, you're gonna get so fewer successes, but it tends to always explode. Okay, and Dan, what? I just got the one success. Actually, wait, no, I did roll a ten. So let me re- let me roll one more. Uh, nope, still just one success. That first bite, Dan. That first bite is great. That is the great. A great toast, and as you're looking outside nice the window, point. you don't want to leave, but then you take a next next bite, and you're like, "No, never mind. Yeah, never mind. It was it was lightning in a bottle. Yeah. One bite. It was good. it was great for a moment. Just a toast hit my tongue, and I was like, "Ah, oh, that's you know, good, nice, perfectly plain, just <sighs> just dry as requested. Barely, you know, it's just." Pure crunch, very little softness to it, and there's that's the butter, which is just melted. Right, this is great, and then it hits me. <sighs> Fuck this butter, salted. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, it is. It is. It is. There's a moment where you're just like, "This is great." Mm-hmm. You don't want to leave. This is the exact place you need to be. But then you're like, "Well, they have salted butter. Never mind." <laughs> uh, David. Yep. Your piggies in the blanket suck ass. <laughs> I just heartily bite and just. Chop them off, bite in, just, you know, camera is front and center on my face. I'm just chewing. And then my face slowly drops down as I chew. And and then I... <laughs> yeah, you just spit it out. I just spit it like I don't even. You can't spit even it, I just drop you it. You can't onto the even plate. if you were a Our nice. Toddler does that. Yeah, <laughs> even yeah, even if you were somebody with manners, you would have to make a willpower check to even put this out. But you don't have manners. You, know? <laughs> you just kind of let it drop into your napkin. I'm gonna be rich in six months. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It, this is this is a failure on a culinary level. Mm-hmm. That is uh, akin to the Hiroshima uh, bombing. (laughs) (laughs) 
Wow. What does it taste like? <laughs> a war crime in your mouth. Fandable.com. A war crime in your mouth. It is one of the worst things you've ever tasted. And the fact that this even shares the name Piggies in the Blanket means that th- there's some sort of fucking bovine or, I'm sorry, uh, some Porci- sort of porcine, porcine. porcine uh, uh, plague going around because it's awful. So it's basically, uh, 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 was it, uh, farm? What's that story? Uh, that story that animal farm. This animal is animal farm, farm in your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you okay? <laughs> no, uh, brah, I'm not. This is, uh, the worst. This is some of the most foul. This is some corrupted. Looks at uh, looks at Angela's character. Corrupted code <laughs> of uh, and Sherry like looks around like what what? Yeah, of uh, of 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 uh, <laughs> food. Yeah, this is not good. Um, we shouldn't pay for it because uh, it's bad, and uh, people who make bad food shouldn't get paid. It it'd be a little rude not to pay especially she's been she's a little creepy lady but she's been very nice sherry comes back to you guys yep. waddles over and I'm, she, I'm sorry i'm sorry uh thea comes back waddles over and says hi hey did you guys are you are you done did you eat did you take a bite uh we uh, i ate a little bit uh you know what i'm not very hungry i mean we did <laughs> just had a car crash i ate as much as i could but it was it was good i appreciate it thank you no problem well you know what the it, the, the 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 sheriff said you guys should be taken care of, so I'm taking care of you. Don't worry about the check. You guys can just head on to your rooms. I'm sure you want to get into your rooms. Uh, y- yes. Yes. That's Good night. So. Good night. Okay. Thank you for coming to the Fames Motel where we things do right. And she just walks away. Hey, everybody. This is Billy from Fandible Podcasting Network. Thank you so much for listening. We loved having you here. If you want to follow more of Fandible's crazy hijinks, go to our Twitter or Facebook. You can find us on Twitter at Fandible or at Facebook at Fandible. I know, we're creative like that. If you would like to do more and support us, please feel free to go to our Patreon and donate. Uh, Your donations help us go to cons, buy materials, and just keep our radio equipment working. Thank you so much, and remember... The ink monster wants to eat you!